Welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, I've got a tell on myself episode for you today. (laughs) Well, this is a, a doozy and it ended up being kind of a really big deal. But I wanted to just let you know what happened and some of the lessons that I learned. If you're listening in real time, you know that uh, over on Friday, uh, the week before this is being recorded, I just basically announced to the Facebook group and on the Fun Astrology podcast, I said, I've got to take some time away. In other words, hit the wall. There was nothing more to give. I mean, it was an empty well, an empty bucket. So I had been working on a big audio book. That's the Book of the Moon by Stephen Forrest. It's not out as I'm recording this, but it will be here soon because we're going to be releasing it to Audible to post. But I was trying to get to the finish line. And if you want to think of the magnanimity of this project, Steve is such a great writer that every one of his sentences has these little nuances of inflection that need to be hit just right. So take 13 and a half hours and dissect it one sentence at a time. So I was tired. At the same time, my brother was beginning his Florida vacation on the East Coast, and I was needing to get to California to investigate a potential opportunity there. The clock was ticking on both. And this is where I have come to learn so much about myself through the brilliance of astrology. Because I've learned that for myself, the way that my astrological chart is wired, I have the tendency to always push into overdrive. Don't criticize. It's the way I was made, and I have to learn to live with that. Sometimes it's handy, and sometimes it's not. And I have to learn the difference of that for myself. But through that study, I am so familiar with it now. To know that once the little mistakes started to show up, I realized that I was pushing at that point. But I thought, well, I've got, I can push a little harder. See, I could have stopped, but I was like, no, let's just keep pushing a little bit more. And then finally, where it got to the point where I didn't post one of the Fun Astrology daily podcasts that was sitting right there, and I just didn't do it, somebody told me about it, and I just was like, that's it. I'm out. This train is going nowhere good. (laughs) And I realized, I mean, this could turn into a physical issue that could put me in the hospital. I was, I had pushed it that far. My little aspect in astrology is very, very powerful. (laughs) Just say it's a, it's a whopper. But you know, one of the things that I've chosen to do, especially on here, is live my life out loud publicly. And back to astrology, I'm a water sign. I'm emotional. And, you know, I don't like living behind this facade of, oh, hey, everything's always great. You know, the always positive, upbeat. I mean, that's great. It's not me. I'm more of the one to say I'm having a bad hair day. (laughs) It's like just to be real with where you are. I would rather acknowledge I'm having a bad hair day, work through it, announce to you publicly what happened and how I worked through it, and then we all come out stronger. There's one challenge, obviously, that is, can our friends and family go through the tunnels with us or not? Sometimes it can wear them down as we're trying to find the bottom in our pivot points. So we have to learn to manage that too. But after I called a halt, I just set everything aside, turned the computers off, had some screen downtime. 
what screen time I did have, I played with things that I wanted to play with that I hadn't had time to that I wanted that I was interested in. So it was self-nurturing from that standpoint, and I wasn't against any pressure. So I was learning, enjoying, still on a screen a little bit, not a lot. I got out in nature, did some hiking, did some walking, basically recharged over a four-day period, and that was over a weekend, so two days on either side of that weekend. What I wanted to share was part of the process that I do to come back from that. First thing is obviously physical rest, and with the physical rest comes the emotional rest as well. But then what I do is I just get back inside myself, tune in, and see if there's course correction needed. Our big theme around here this year is using our intuition, and this is application big time number one right here. In fact, the way that my life has evolved since episode number one (laughs) a long time ago, how my life has evolved is I really don't care which way the wind is blowing, don't care which way things are drifting. I've come to expect my own ups and downs. What I do care about is my plugging in to the home office. And I've mentioned this so many times on here. As long as that party line is open and I'm getting messages from inside, from source, intuitively, intuitive guidance, as long as that is there and as long as I know I'm not resisting following the guidance. In other words, I'm not just checking in to get an opinion. I'm checking in to get instructions. Go back and listen to episode 298, The Voice. That's the story. I'm. What do you do next? Just tell me what to do. I'll make the adjustment here, and then we'll land the plane. What's the next step? And see, I didn't worry about that over the weekend. It wasn't time for that. I didn't do a lot of journaling. I rested. I mean, when there's an empty bucket, the bucket is empty. Don't try to operate as though it's full. That's just honoring what's so. You're going to fill it back up. Don't worry about that. You know that you have a commitment to yourself to live your highest timeline. You're going to get there. You just have to take the time. All right, so once the bucket was full enough to start the process again, then I got back into the chair and started to finish the book, which I did. Then, even a few days after that, I did this little intuitive process that I'd like to share with you here. I use the same base process of pretty much using the intuitive awareness method, the book from Fred Dodson that I narrated some years ago that has stuck with me since. If, it's, if you haven't heard it, it's a short little book, and I would highly recommend it. It's a great technique. I use it all the time. So I scan up and down my chakra line, and that's usually we will get our intuitive impulses somewhere along our chakra line. And mine usually comes in from the center of the chest area. And then I do a muscle test at the same time. And when I'm exploring like this, I will do it at different times. And I have this playful little game with the universe. Now look, I'm going to ask you this a bunch of times. So just get ready and go with me here. Because I really want to make sure that I'm tuned in and that I'm not hearing noise. A lot of you ask, how do I tell the difference between monkey mind and the intuitive voice? This is one way. Test it over time, different energies, and just be playful with the universe. The the more playful you get, the better this process works for you. So I just say, hey, I'm going to ask again. I know I'm, I'm barking in your ear here, but hear me out. I just want to get confirmation, and I'll do it from different geographical locations. Some one might be on a walk, another might be in the recliner. The other day I did it just lying in bed as the sun was coming up and 
The mountain was gleaming red in my window in my bedroom as the sun was hitting the top of it. Just different settings. And what I do is I ask, is there any course correction needed right now on my path? Is there anything I need to change? Is there anything I need to do differently? Just like in episode 298, it's like if you were flying that plane, you would had no idea what you were doing and you were saying, am I on course? Is everything okay? And the tower comes back and says, yes, stay the course. Wait for the next instruction. At this moment, you're on course. And when you get that kind of answer, it usually is the result of the culmination of the last directional changes you got and you made those changes. So now you are on the right course. So you have to believe that you are, in fact, on the right trajectory based on the past. You know what they say. I mean, where you are today is the sum total of the decisions that you've made over the last one to two years. So if you keep this process in tune, that's one of the reasons I guard it so carefully, then chances are you're getting the guidance along the way. So when you come to a fixed point, you're really already there. The thing I'm most interested in inquiring about, if you know that you're basically on your path, the thing I'm most interested in is, did I do something to knock myself off? And if so, what's the correction of that? So that's what I did to kind of put all of this chapter to bed is I just asked over several different times and ways, is my space clear? Yes. Am I clear? Yes. Did I do anything to knock myself off course? No. Is my communication line open? Yes, it's already been answering. But I just like to, you know, a little bit of insecurity there enough to say, this is so important that I stay connected, that I always want to know that the door is always open. So then I just dust myself off. It was a bump. It wasn't a derail. Don't push so hard. Pace yourself. Complete what's in front of you. Then be free to move on to the next. No regrets was just part of the journey. And that's the other point, is that our path is our teacher. There are times that we all need somebody to help us get back on that path. I was there, and you've heard about a lot of that in this podcast series. But once we get there, once we get back on the path of where we say, well, at least I know I'm following my highest timeline. At least I know I'm following the journey. I'm not over here wandering around in the desert then our journey truly is our teacher. And yes, getting off track and getting back on track is part of the teacher too and is part of the journey. But sometimes we need a little bit more help than we can give ourselves. So when we need to ask for help, we ask for help. When we don't need to ask for help, that's when I think the greatest gift is to just follow your own drumbeat. If you're getting that intuitive guidance and everything is checkpoint, checkpoint, good, clear, then others' opinions are unnecessary. And I know because so much of my life was spent, I mean so much of it, was spent living for other people's opinions, others' expectations, others' advice that didn't come from within, didn't come from my own internal guidance system. It came from their mouth. It actually came from their journey. In other words, they're trying to overlay their journey on top of your journey. Uh-uh. Biggest habit biggest pattern to break right there is when you hit a certain stride, you follow your own internal guidance system. 
When you need help, ask for it. Yes, absolutely. And ask from wise people who can give you good advice. But when you don't need it, you just follow the voice. and You get your next step. You know you have plenty in front of you to do. Then you don't need that advice. And the other thing is, for those of us especially who counsel other people, be wise to know when to interject and when to allow their journey to be their teacher for themselves. Be a good friend. Be a good stand for them and their success. But their higher self can tell them what to do. They don't need our advice. And I had one other thought come to mind on this regard. And it was also illustrated in episode 298. When the experts came on, the other pilots and then the control tower came on, those were the expert voices. Contrast that to somebody who just happened to pick up the radio frequency and said, oh, hey, I can help. I'm a gamer. I'm really fast on this controller. And I really love air combat games. I love blowing airplanes up out of the sky. But listen to me and I'll get you home. There are a lot of people out there telling us how to live our lives who are not doing such a great job of living their own. So be careful who you listen to. Make sure their path reflects what they're trying to teach. A great place to look first is, can they pay their bills? I see a lot of spiritual advisors who advise out of desperation to pay their bills. Just make sure you're listening to a control tower, not a gamer. And then rest in the fact that along the way, your path itself is your best teacher. And for that, to our highest source, we can be eternally grateful. And I hope that helps set your compass on a good path. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.